more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start five, four, three, two, one. Hey y'all, what up, what's poppin'? You're listening to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM, Lumpin' Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali in Little Village. My name is Emmanuel. I'm Natalie. And I'm Sarah. And we are your Liddy Poppin' hosts for today's <laughs> amazing, fantastic, weird, fandom, freak out, amazing show about American, American Horror, Horror Story. Story. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, let's just break it down for the children, first of all, who don't know what American Horror Story is. H- to begin with, are you pa- are you Patrick living under a rock? Who are you? Like, how do you not know what American Horror Story is? I don't understand. But, like, let's just talk about what it is. So, anybody got a good definition? Um, American Horror Story is about, like, basically just horror stories. Like... It's weird because it's like every season is like a different story of a different like time point. But at the same time, they all, even though they're they're like from decades apart, they're still so connected in some way. Mm -hmm. Sorry, it makes it really cool because it's like you don't get the same thing all the time. It's always like different like characters, even though they're the same actors and actress, they're different. They play different characters and they like have different like scenarios in a way too mm-hmm. yeah they um like people who were the good guys and one season will be the bad guys and the next and like it's crazy how like diverse the actors can be but like it the show itself is just like a full like dimension in itself exactly um uh, on a scale from stale to juicy how would y'all describe american horror story water juicy. <laughs> it is so juicy it's like i walked into like burger king and they done dipped that thing in the fryer and it's, it's just like spilling all over me it's like the juice and the drama it's like everybody's dying but everybody's in love with each other and it's like the everyone full... is like stabbing everyone in the back and i love it it's like the full <laughs> juice aisle at the grocery store for real how mm-hmm. juicy it is yeah it's like the fruit bowl with all that juice. <laughs> so um, just some facts for y'all. American Horror Story started back in 2011, back when, you know, we was younglings. Um, and I started watching American Horror Story. It's been going on for nine seasons now. In case y'all are not kept up, just this Wednesday was the season finale for season nine which was american horror story 1984 i watched it oh i was i have not watched it and i'm like i've seen the trailers for it and i'm literally like shaking with excitement because of how good it is yeah you need to keep up how about you sarah Mm, i'm not sure about like season nine but i would still watch it because like some of my other favorite actors are in it which is really cool because they added new people which is like dope because it like changes it up a little bit Exactly. So, um, when did you guys start? So, I I started um, keeping up with, <laughs> I started keeping up with American Horror Story back in, I would say, I found out about season four, Freak Show, but my first ever episode I watched live was episode one from Hotel, season five. Yeah, I would, I would have to say for me, I sort of always, like, knew about it, but I was always, like, scared I was going to get so obsessed with it that I'd get disappointed <laughs> when the seasons ended. Relatable. So, like, I, I like I think around, like, Freak Show, like, same with Emmy, I think around, like, Freak Show is when I found out really, like, a lot about it. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to watch it. But I think I started watching it around the same time that Apocalypse came out so I could have, like, that full, like, real, like, intense where I can just binge watch it and not have to worry about finishing the full season. Exactly. Like, I found out about it a while ago because it would pop up on commercials, so obviously I knew what it was, but I was just never, like, oh, like, I thought it was, like, something scary, and I was like, okay, I don't want to watch it because I know my mom. Right, I was like, my mom's not going to let me watch it because it's scary, and then I started watching it in the beginning of the summer, and I've been watching it nonstop because it's, like, so good. Like, there's nothing, like, I mean, there are some things where you're like, whoa, and then I kept gasping, like, so many reactions came from it. 
and now I'm just like in love with it. Yeah, yeah. it's an addiction. It's like the thing is, there are some parts that are really like triggering for some people, but at the same time, it's like so good at doing what it does, which is like talking about political topics and talking mm -hmm. about problems that are real that still happen. And even if it they still don't really get the message through the one season they'll like extend it through all the seasons and make sure that the point is literally across yeah. like yeah. they don't stop they keep yeah going. <laughs> they keep going until you realize oh that's not right <laughs> for like they have like different scenarios for like different things that actually can happen like if you think about it yeah. like in season like i don't remember which season but it's Six. like probably like they talk about like stuff that can actually happen like you see on tv yeah, season seven it. was yeah. really that with all the politics. Yes, and I I also remember um because like when you I'm like you know that sneaky fan so like <laughs> on Reddit you know on Twitter following like the actors and like the actors Instagram. mamas and the mo and, and the actors <laughs> mamas cousins so like you know I get all the leaked juicy things and so like I I heard that when they were um filming season seven it was around the time that there was a, a really big shooting actually um and. It was, I don't know, it just happened to be like the biggest coincidence that the week of the shooting, that, that exact week, um, it was probably like a day or two after, they were about to air an episode that also like portrayed a really big shooting. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. So it was like the biggest coincidence. It was super crazy that like that would happen around a time that like, you know, that like was about to happen about in to the show. It. Exactly. So they ended up... Um, they like cut some of the scenes just because of how vulgar it was and how like intense it was because they didn't want to like obviously offend mm -hmm, because of everything that was happening and like uh, how like high the stakes were and like the political climate it was at the time so it was like they cut they obviously kept the scene because it was really important for the character development and the plot and the overall tying of like the story back in season seven but like they did end up cutting some of the crazier stuff but kept like the basics just to get like the story told or like just to get the basics of it Mm -hmm. Wow, I didn't even know that. That's yeah. crazy. Should we talk about the spoiler alert? <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even realize that. Spoiler alert! Da, 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 da. <laughs> we just want to warn y'all that before we even jump into anything else, this is a big, juicy spoiler alert. We can't freak out without saying spoiler alert mm -hmm. because there will be spoilers about us freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so if if y'all haven't kept up, if y'all don't got your streaming services together, you haven't paid the bills in a few years, and you've, <laughs> you know, let a few seasons slip, just, you know, stay tuned, but like, you know, cover your ears a little bit Be in case precious. I don't want to know who died, right. who fell in who, love. Who came back, I right? I know, like all the comebacks and all yeah. the stuff and all the plot twists and conflicts. So this is just a really big spoiler alert for the rest of the hour. I swear the whole show is like like you have to like grip your fist and like grit your teeth because it's mm -hmm. so intense mm -hmm. and you can almost like feel everything that happens but at the same time you're just like wow that happened right like i've never had any like intense reactions until i started watching this tv yeah. show i'm like <gasps> no like nothing gives me nightmares but they bring up like phobias and topics right. that nobody thinks is like that scary but then they're like here it is and or like, like that's oh an actual God. thing like nobody knows about that until you oh, watch yeah. this Oh, yes. Yeah. Which Literally. is really cool because it, I'm sorry, it acknowledges people yeah. about it. it. It even like sort of like brings awareness mm -hmm. to like certain like phobias or like topics. Mm -hmm. So I have a question for you guys. How would you guys define horror? Usually when I think about like horror, I think about like ghosts or like zombies or like anything like they would tell me like the cuckoo, <laughs> la llorona, like those are horror things. Like, the boogie man. Right. For My me, mama's chancla. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I always thought like scary was just personal. Like... For, for example, like, a th for me, horror is sort of like American Horror Story, but American Horror Story is more meaningful. But, like, aspects of it are, like, my definition of horror. Because, like, for me, horror is very personal. So, like, mm -hmm. anything that you personally think, oh, my gosh, I can't handle that. That's too scary. That's real horror. Because, like, zombies and stuff, I think that's fun to think about as horror. But, like, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's not, like, actually, oh, I'm going to get nightmares, you know? Yeah. And I want that. <laughs> 
like that's how I used to think of it as when I was smaller. But now that I'm older, there's a lot more things that I can identify or like say this is the definition of a horror for me. Like with like today's society and how stuff like that is, like that to me is like horror now. Yeah. Now that I'm older and I understand a lot more, that's what yeah. I would say it as. What about you? Well, I would say that like going into this, like I think of everything that's really on, you know, um, like television not to be bashing them out of shows that are like you know <laughs> like scary and horror but like i think american horror story has such like a polished and well-rounded like image and like definition mm -hmm, of of what horror is because it could be anything from vampires zombies witches witches right. saint worshippers <laughs> all the scary stuff but like Things that happen in real life are also horror. And yeah. that's really terrifying. Great example would be season seven. Like, when Trump won the election against Hillary, that was, like, part of the show. And that was what the character was living. She was living a real-life horror. And yeah. she was flabbergasted. She I couldn't think we believe. All yeah. And it just... It's such, like, a different idea that you would get from what a horror show would have. Yeah. Definitely. I think one thing cool about it, though, is that, like, from the different seasons, like, an example, season five, Hotel, like, they talk about, like, ghosts and, like, vampires in a way. And then, like, season seven, it's about politicians and how, like, that society is now. So it's, like, two versions of what a horror can be. And I think that's a really good, like, demonstration of it. Yeah, I, I agree with Sarah a lot how, like, <clears throat> American Horror Story is really good at, like, not only, like, bringing, like, comedic horrors, but oh, also, yes. but, like, also, like, bringing, like, real life into horror and, like, showing the world is a scary place, but at the same time, like, sort of reminding you, hey, it's just a show, but, like, at the same time, here's, like, a real thing that is real, yeah, that is scary. things really happen. Children actually get abducted. People live in, like domestic violence relationships yeah. and toxic relationships and suffer physical and sexual abuse people actually like live through police brutality and witness it yeah. and their family members and are judged for being maybe like gay lesbian um transgender exactly or seen as a freak and seen different in society people actually you know like get shot through like gang violence and also experience alcohol um like alcoholism Alcohol and yeah. stuff like that and drug um like drug abuse and addictions and that's really scary and those are things that the show like, does a great job life. of highlighting yeah like well-rounded like real life and although it could be intensified and extremified through zombies and vampires they it really like highlights what our life is yeah, yeah. like oh go ahead oh sorry um because like I, I i do think that other shows um not to call them out but i do think the walking dead sort of brings a good light into like alcohol abuse and stuff but it doesn't bring like the full like heaviness the way that american horror story does because yeah. like it like sort of it, it highlights them but at the same time they're mainly obviously highlighting the walking dead because that's what the show is about but american horror story is very big about like like, you know, sexual abuse, like, alcoholism, all of that. Like, getting its point across. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I also think that another big thing they do is not even, like, stating, oh, this is wrong, this is that. They just show you the characters yeah. and how they develop and their lives. And all you can do is reflect off of that yeah. and think, what would I do through... Um, you know, the eyes of the characters and what they suffer and what they live through and how they develop and, you know, the people they love and the people they kill and the things that they witness and live in life. And that's also a really big part of just, like, TV and movie. It's just, like, not stating something but showing something and feeling something. Yeah, I feel like American Horror Story is just, like, one big, like, poem about life. And it's, like, very, like, detailed in a way that anyone who hasn't experienced life can read that and then just like be like oh my gosh what have i been missing i don't want that but at the same time like what is that you know unfiltered so yeah <laughs> i think it's cool because it's like the way you said i mean it's like they talk about stuff and it's up to the person themselves to see what they want to do with it 
and they show like situations and stuff like and i think it's really cool like i saw it and i'm like oh i don't know if i'm okay with all that like mm -hmm. if i like do i want to yeah. put myself in that situation no like that's not something i want <laughs> So, yeah. mm -hmm. y'all, we have just discussed the beauty and the life and how it reflects in our life. And I think now it's time we jump into the seasons. Let's talk about season one, two, oh and three. Oh, my gosh. Period. <laughs> so, let's just start with the birth of it all, the rising, the first the ever. The birth, literally. <laughs> yeah. Season one, Murder House. Oh my god, that's such a good season. Yeah. So tell me, I don't know what mur Oh, uh, I've never seen American Horror Story before. Can you tell me what season one Murder House is? Um, Murder House is about um, basically this house where like, it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. It's a house where like a bunch of murders Murder. happen. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, on top of that, it's like the souls of the people. And this is a very reoccurring thing for American Horror Story. The souls of the people stay on the property and stay in the living, like, house. Like, and they cannot physically or mm -hmm. mentally leave yeah. that house because their body and their soul is stuck there. Yeah, it's like, it's like sort of like bringing the thing of, like, it's so traumatic for them that they have to stay and relive it and relive it and mm -hmm. relive it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, um, could you tell me, like, some of the characters that were in it? So the main characters there, there's a, a family, a young family that I'm not trying to spoil anything, but, you know, this is what it's going to be about. Spoiler um, alert. <laughs> right. That a young family moves across, like, from one state to another. I can't say which one because I don't remember. Um, it's like, so like L.A. Yeah, yeah. they like go to California. Yeah, that's for, yeah, that's for yeah. sure. That to start a new life because in their past, like... He cheated, mm -hmm. and she's like, yeah. I got to move on. He cheated on her. Uh-uh. And didn't she have, like, um, miscarriage? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, she was trying to get pregnant, and then something happened. Yeah. And so they moved to California into this beautiful house, and it was only for a it family of three. Cheap. Yeah, so it was a really cheap house, and they bought it, obviously. Who's not going to buy a big, beautiful house? That's right. That's expensive. That realtor was shady. She was like, yeah. this is a beautiful house. You see the chandeliers and the, the stained glass windows. windows. Right. You know? The and then it was like a famous house, and they're like, uh-uh, why does it cost like three pennies? What's yeah. Literally. Like, how are you going to say all that, and then for it to be like a dollar? Mm -hmm. Like, that ain't make no sense. And then, spoiler <laughs> alert again, the reason the house was so cheap was because there had been so many murders at that house that had occurred multiple times with multiple families with multiple people with multiple murders there were so many murders that yeah. literally a tour bus would go by yes. the house and be like day. just so you know this is a murder house i'm just saying yeah and like the thing is the real realtor is supposed to warn them but she didn't until like they brought it up like she exactly. was trying Until to hold back. Until they did their own research, basically. Yeah, she was, like, trying to hold back so that they would buy it. Because it's been on the market for so long. And nobody wanted to buy it. And she I needed to get, why. like, she rid of it. She needed a little naive, gullible family. Yeah. <laughs> for real. She really took advantage of them. Because, like, they were, like, sort of desperate to, like, move on. Yeah. That they didn't even focus on the fact that so many people died at that house. So, I think one of... I, I would definitely say 100%, probably the biggest and, like, most admired relationship of all, like, the entire series would be Violet and Tate. Yes! Oh, my God. After everything Tate did, I still am, like, in love with him. Me, too. Like, I was just, like, when he, like, so basically... <laughs> Break it down, baby. Basically, Tate is a young man who died at that house, basically... When his parent, well, his mom, his sister, and his other siblings, they he had died there, so his soul rests there. And Violet is the young girl that moved in with her parents. With a new family. Yeah, she didn't know. She just thought, like, this some random dude just came in her house and was like, hello. Because, sorry <laughs> to interrupt. Um, the reason he came to the house for um, in the first place to make was, it natural was because her father is a therapist. Mm -hmm. So he was seeing him for sessions. But, like, not knowing that he can't leave. Yeah. And eventually, because she was, like, a young girl, like, you know, back then, like, everyone, every teenager was different from teenagers now. And she didn't really have friends because she went to a new school, high school to be exact. And, like, not a lot of people liked the way she was as a person because she was, like, quiet. Yeah. And she met this boy who was, like, who had stuff in common with her. And obviously she got, like, began to fall in love with him the way Catching he... Catching feelings. Right. The way he did with her. And then, um... 
he eventually like i guess well eventually later on she f- like noticed something like weird happening and like she was like okay i don't know this is right like she noticed weird stuff happening like stuff in the basement were weird the attic like hearing noises like the way a ghost house would be and then creepy creeks right <laughs> and then eventually like like these people came into the house and was like saying that oh like we're gonna finish the work of this man who was also a murderer there at the house and they tried to murder the mom and this daughter and then tate helped them kill him them so basically they died there as well Mm-mm. and then like Another thing that's sort of forgotten a lot about Murder House is um, how this, it used to be like a sorority house or something like that. If I remember correctly, it was like a nurse lived there. Yeah. And like this, these like girls and like there was like, this was a, one of like the beginning episodes where like these people were so obsessed with the case of the like m- people who got murdered there because... There was this, like, person, they would knock on the door and be like, can you help me? I'm, like, helpless and I need help. And they would let them in. They're like, oh, my gosh. But then they, like, did that as a scheme to, like, kill them and rob them. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. yeah. And the people there that died were, um, the people, the people that died there were still there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, um, some people, because I'll be honest with you, I'm sort of like this, too, but not to the extreme like they were. I love like reviewing cases and stuff, but like they were so intense that they wanted to relive it. So they yeah. bought like the full bowl that they killed them with and everything. And like they went and knocked on the door when Violet and their and her family lived there. And like they did it and they almost killed the girl and her oh, yeah. mother. I remember that. They yeah. were psychos. Yeah. And then that's when Tate like appeared out of nowhere. And like killed them with the axe. Yeah. Like he started like <laughs> He was scaring them in the beginning, like, before he actually killed them. He started scaring them, and she was like, wait, what the heck's going on? You know? And then that's when he did that, and then that's when Violet was like, whoa. We just (laughs) killed somebody. Like, what? And then, like, later on in the season, like, more stuff happens. Like, when Tate was a young boy, his mom didn't really care about him. So the very first person that lived in the house, I don't remember her name, but it was, like, back, back back then like 20s yeah in the right. 1920s i don't remember her name but i know that it was um, the wife of a scientist was, mm-hmm. oh, no a doctor wasn't he a doctor well i i think it was like they both. never really like talked yeah. about like what started it all but um yeah that doctor like lived in there and he um like he was like an experimental doctor so he would just like take in random patients and it was like, women mm-hmm. he would take yeah. women and then he would like cut them apart and like um, didn't he try to like impregnate them to like get the baby because they yeah because they, yeah. miscarriage could, yeah so he tried to create his own like monster baby which mm-hmm. ended up haunting the house for eternity yeah. and almost didn't it almost kill Tate too at some point and then that's when like the mom well no Tate, I, Tate was his brother mm-hmm. no no this little baby was oh you're talking about the other one yeah okay. the, mm-hmm. the one that the scientists the are the baby yeah, yeah. and so I'm sorry but. That Tate, like, came, like, was in the basement when he was small. Yeah. And that's when that lady from back then appeared, obviously, because she's haunting the house. And she's like, no, you have to go away. Like, you're scaring the baby. And then that's when she took in Tate and was, like, yeah. taking care of him and, like, treating him as if that was his, that was her son. And that's why he, he did, like, I don't know how to say it, but, like, he was going to do anything for her because, basically, that was his mom. Right. Yeah. She, like, loved him with her whole heart. Which is really nice and, like, cool because he was basically by himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I felt so bad. And then um, there's this guy who uh, originally also lived there. And, like, he killed his family for Tate's mom, his original mom. And um, he, like, burned his whole house down and everything. And, like, in the show, he has a half-burned face. Mm -hmm. And that is technically tate's stepfather if i remember yeah it's so crazy because jessica lang yeah um she actually was tate's mama and then later on after she found out about all the hauntings in the house she moved literally to the house next door to keep like for the rest of her life to like in a sense take care of tate because tate died in the house and he was still living there so it was just so crazy can we talk about how he died though like I feel like that's very important to the season. That is also very, like, controversial death. Yes. Um, 
So Tate died because he shot up a school mm -hmm. and the school that he went to because he got bullied by a bunch of kids there, a bunch of the cool kids. And then um, it's a very important scene in the show where he goes to the library and Violet actually goes to the same library to revisit. And the librarian that saved them or was, tried, to save, tried them. to save them was in a wheelchair. And then he told her off because he thought she was one of those people that were that we talked about earlier who, who like to review cases and like mm -hmm. to relive them and um the way that tate died was that the police went to his house and shot him right in his bed and which is now the house for him? Yeah, yeah which it was violet's, violet's room. room yeah which and is then, extremely weird yeah and so then later on when Bye alert, alert. <laughs> when Violet dies is another very big controversial topic within the show. Yeah. Because Tate died with something so big. And then later on, he goes to, in a sense, fall in love with Violet. Because, you know, he's alone in a house, a little ghost, Roman house. And he's and a then teenager as well. Yeah. And she sees a pretty young girl the same age. And then he, in a he kind of like messes with her mind a little bit or like gets her confused because she doesn't really know who he is. He only appears in her house. And that is before she realizes that, you know, there's ghosts haunting the house. And then, you know, Violet also, uh, spoiler alert, when she ends up killing herself through suicide is another really big part of the show. Her medication. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it was such a big plot twist when Tate found out that she killed herself and then tried to save her and then you didn't even and then like they made it seem like she was alive yeah. when really she was dead like we ended up finding out later in like a couple what? <laughs> a couple episodes later we found out like that he had hid her like physical body yeah. in the basement um one thing that did turn up about that is the he tried to drag her to the same bathtub where um, the nurse that we mentioned earlier died, mm -hmm. and they yeah. still had that in the basement. And he dragged her to that tub, and he made her throw up, but he she he wasn't able to make her throw up the rest of the medication. And um, at some point, we did realize that she was dead when she tried to leave the house, but it just kept reoccurring where she'd try to go through any door or any window, mm -hmm. and she still and would she come back. Exit. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it was also really it was it was important and um that they included a character like that that I feel in a sense was relatable to some of the youth. Yeah. Because not not only did she um sadly end up killing herself um by overdosing on those pills, but she would cut herself and she would get bullied at school since yeah. she was new at the town. So it was just like a really like difficult character um to see on like tv but also very relatable to the youth and so that they could see like what's also going on yeah and, and they could relate to another thing is um even though they do highlight that greatly because that's sort of her character i feel like um they sort of really gloss over the fact that violet's bully ends up being her friend and yeah. she ends up dealing towards her bully which is really, like, good because eventually they find out, like, she knows what's wrong. Like, they know what's wrong with each other and they eventually, like, kind of become, like, yeah. like connect. Their differences yeah. make them unite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which but, is not really what you see in people. Because they're, yeah. like, they bully you and that's it. That's all they'll Like, you don't do. talk to them. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing to note about... Violet's bully is that she was also a drug addict and she used she the the first time she tried to get deals from Violet was when she went to Violet's basement where that's where the bullying stopped because Tate scared her into thinking that oh we need to like literally scare her and she ended up getting a bad scratch on her face and her hair turned white from the stress. And that part also scared Violet because she's like yeah because what that's just happened realized. like I don't know what this is like I'm not okay with that. And that's when she was like, you need to go away because I'm not comfortable with you anymore. And then he eventually was like, no, it was like all an illusion. Like, you didn't really see that. Like, it's just in your head. And in reality, that's not what it was. And yeah. American Horror Story is geniuses with that. They make you think yes. things are real, things are fake, things are in your head, but they're reality. Are you dead? Are you not? Are you haunted? Are you not? Like, it makes yes. you question, like, life. Yeah, it like... <sighs> it's it sort of like um, reminds me of like that one like big controversy that like Elon Musk was like known for where like is life like a simulation and like 
is it all just like crazy and uh, like fake? And mm-hmm. that's the American Horror Story universe. Well, y'all, we only got through se- through uh, season one, but don't forget there is nine seasons. So after promos, we will be right back with this amazing American Horror Story show. But don't forget that you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpin' Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali, and Little Village. And we'll be right back. What's up? Don't forget that you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpin Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali, and Little Village. (laughs) I'm Emmanuel. I'm Natalie. And I'm Sarah. And we are back with the amazing American Horror Story fandom freakout show. Hey, let's get it. So we just went over season one, the origin, the birth, the beauty, the one and only Murder House. But now let's quickly jump into a few other seasons. So season two, Asylum, guys. What is the rating from one to ten? Oh, my gosh. I would say ten. Yeah, I would have to say, I would say it's definitely a nine, but... I, I don't know. I feel like the aliens, I really like the aliens, but mm-hmm. I feel like the aliens in the show sort of like make it a, a nine instead of a yeah. ten. I felt like they could have talked more about it to make it like more. Yeah. I would say it's a ten because I really liked it. Yeah. But to make it even better, talk more about the aliens. Yeah, because I feel like the aliens sort of just like made it as like a loose end tire. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it still was a good like add. Like there were a lot of things that I was like, whoa, like when they brought <laughs> yeah. in like pepper. the re- pepper. Yeah. Like, when they brought in the reporter, they took her in because they were scared of getting exposed for all the things they were doing, which weren't good at all. And then yeah. with um, the character Evan Peters, who he plays as Kit Walker, he was falsely accused of the murders that had been going around around town. And they brought him to the asylum because they thought he was the murderer named Bloody Face. Yes. And, like, they put him in there for no reason. And it's really bogus because they accused him of so many things yeah. that had nothing to do with him. They barely had any evidence. The yeah. only evidence he had was that he was married to one of the 
of murder victims. But she was the thing she wasn't was, even murdered. Exactly. She just disappeared. And he's like, something happened and no one's listening to me. Yeah. Which is like cool. And then which is crazy because I was like, whoa, like and then they started talking about like showing aliens. And I was like, oh, my God, this is really dope because they're going to start yeah. talking about them. And then like later on in the season, it just gets more crazy because they start they basically talk about how like the character Lana Winters because she's married to a woman. And back then, this was like the 1960s. They're like, that's wrong. You yeah. shouldn't be doing that. Incorrecto. I also felt like it was cool how they like um, how because when you think aliens, you think more sci-fi and you don't really yeah. think like the devil and stuff. But yeah. like in but in asylum it's an asylum that was based in the 60s so that's very very like catholic very mm -hmm. like church vibes and the church is very was not great on science at the time mm -hmm. so like i thought it was a very weird contradiction but also like a good one you know yeah yeah it does a really good job with blending like yeah the mental like psychological insane asylum with like the um like the christian church that um that it was attached to like and the like satanism and the exorcism with like the sci-fi and the alien abduction and all that crazy stuff into and, one and on top of that this um sort of gets glossed over too but um a bit of the show is about like the nazis and like mm -hmm. the holocaust yeah you're right they talk in one episode they talk about anne frank yeah yeah but it, and I, Anne Frank says that she comes to the asylum. Mm -hmm. There's this girl that comes and she's like, I'm Anne Frank. But it was weird because she wasn't. It also kind of connects with like season one because that lady tried to relive a life that was taken already. Yeah. yeah. So like it kind of connects in a way with season one because that happens a lot. Like somebody tries to relive someone else's life. Yeah. And obviously they proved her wrong. But like the evidence that they were like giving was like solid yeah and i was like are you sure like she's not in frank like she's giving like really good points yeah and then and she recognized one of the doctors yeah there which was as insane. being a nazi like a nazi soldier from back in the war and he actually was because they mm -hmm. did um at some point they did bring in a, like a private investigator who yeah. like specialized in like finding nazis and he did in fact identify them but he killed them before he got to tell them like the yeah. truth yeah so crazy and then the one of the main um, nuns of the church ties into Pepper, which is one of the main characters who ties into Freak Show. Freak Show season four. Ew. But before we get into season four, can we let's quickly talk about season three? Yeah, we jumped over season three. Yeah. Coven. Delicious, nutritious, and crazy. I <laughs> That's all I can say. But I was, it is. I was a little disappointed. Even though it is called Coven, it's based in New what? Orleans. I was a little disappointed. I, I loved it. I loved the Voodoo Queen, but I wish it was more about, like, Voodoo. Because it was yeah. based in New Orleans, so I thought it was going to be more. But I think the title of, like, this season makes sense. Yeah. I felt like they probably could have added more, like, details of the Voodoo Queen. But it makes sense why they mainly talked about witches. Because it's yeah. called Coven. So it's, like, it makes more sense. Yes. Yeah. Played by the amazing... Angela Bassett. It was like and Kathy Bates. it was done amazingly. Yes, Kathy Bates also did an amazing job. And that ties in literally to every single season. Yes. Like I think yes. I think that American Horror Story is amazing with like tying in real history and like things that actually happened. Although they're played by these like fiction characters and some of them are actually real characters for example season four's twisty the clown that was a real that was inspired by a real clown yeah that like dump, dumped bodies in the displains <laughs> river which is like 30 minutes away literally that's insane and then um one of the main characters the thing is about coven is that it's also it, even though it is about witches like the full like like voodoo against witches war it really like digs into the reason there is a war in the first place is because there was like the black slaves yes. who yeah. like got taken and got abused and literally drained of their blood which ties into another season mm -hmm. so what let's just jump on into season four season which was four. freak show i love that season My favorite so season. much yes really oh tell me why baby um, I honestly, I don't know if it was just because of the intro that I just love it so much. <laughs> oh, that intro's iconic. I yeah. love clowns. I love creepy clowns and, like, old-timey stuff. And, like, 
the intro for for um season four freak show was just so like perfect yeah. like anything about it was just so perfect but i also felt really bad because there is a murderer who's insane and he thinks he's a murderer and he is he's always been one but um i feel so bad for him because even though the freaks get like sort of rejected by the whole world he's like the one like he's a completely normal man except for the fact that he's a murderer yeah he falls in love with the two-headed girls played by um the amazing sarah polson Oh my god, I love Sarah Paulson so much. She's and an amazing actress. She yes. is beautiful. For like real. she has the fullest lips. <laughs> uh, well, going back to her acting skills. Um, <laughs> you know, I actually saw an interview where she was saying that literally like the hardest role she had was in Freak Show playing the two-headed um girl and that was because there was so much like it w- first of all, it was like so ahead of its time with like yeah. the yes. GCI and the effects. Like, nobody was doing that, and that's on period. Um, so, revolutionary who? I think so. Yes. And also, like, it was so... She was saying how, like, hard it was for her to have to, like... In a sense, like, it was, like, same body, two heads, but that means two personalities. Yeah. And two characters in one. So, it was, like, having to get into, like, you know, the mindset and the place where that character is times two... Like, sharing the same body and how, like, she had the prosthetic head, like, on one side of her head and then had to switch it. And literally every single angle had to be perfect in order to get the exact same cut that it's the same body with two different moving heads. Yeah. And even just, like, in the very first, like, like, seconds that you see them, you can already see that they're two different personalities. Because, like, Mm -hmm. one of them is, like, very happy and very smiley. And the other one's, like, cautious. Literally, juxtaposition at its finest. Yeah. And it's, like insane because it's like at the same time even though that they are so different they can't live without each other yeah literally like they would die without each other yeah actually and then that also goes into like the surgery that one one of the sisters wants to perform which is like literally cutting them in half and they were like really discussing one was like oh i love you so much sister and i really want to like be connected with you well, the other was like, we have to like try our best to live our separate lives. Like she wanted to be separated mm-hmm. from her sister. But it was yeah. super emotional because mm-hmm. the procedure kind of like had like it, it. Its danger was that one could have died while the other lived, if not both of them dying. So yeah. it was like literally like super emotional living that through like with the character. Honestly, a big thing about Freak Show was like procedures like a lot of them were trying to get plastic surgery trying to hide themselves trying to even like when they did love themselves they they um they would take people who didn't love them and would proceed proceed to make them freaks Mm -hmm. in a sense yeah and so um i think there was so many like real life things that like happened in within like the season like for example the police brutality and how yeah. horrible yeah. the police and just playing the townspeople were to the freaks. Yeah. And, um, I, f- and I feel like it kind of like says about like today's society because you get judged for being different. Yeah. And like people don't like when people are different, which is weird and crazy. Like everyone's different in their own way. But in Freak Show, it mainly talks about like what happens to those who are different and like the stuff they went through. Yeah. And it does a really good job of not only, like, bringing, like, people who are, like, transgender, who don't like that much attention, who want attention, even. Like, there was a girl who, like, wanted all the attention and thought she was, like, all that. But all that in the back of Yeah. <laughs> but she wasn't. And, like, she, like, was just, like, a normal girl pretending to be something just for money. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought that was, yeah, like, it's really, you can't make fun of something like that. Because in a way, like, they didn't ask to be born like that. Like, a a character, he hated his hands. He used to wear gloves to hide them. Because he had, like, they would call him Lobster Boy because of his hands. And he didn't like that. But this girl who came in saying she was something she wasn't, and then finding out she wasn't and that she faked all of that, obviously, he fell in love with her. And then finding out that she was a liar obviously hurt him just another person that could that literally resonates with like all the other like townspeople Mm -hmm. that judged him for being him it just didn't click in his head and i think oh my god i love american horror story for how creative they were with like the different um 
freaks and stuff like that. Um, like, and the different, like, mutations they had in talons. Like, for example, yes. there was Lobster Boy with, like, the lobster hands. There was also, like, the three-boobed woman. That was yes, insane. she was one. Desiree, what's her name? Yeah. I loved her. She was one of my favorite characters. Also, like, Lobster Boy's mom had, like, yes. a beard. Oh, Kathy the bearded Bates. woman. Yes. Yeah. She was, like, one of the most powerful characters. Her yes. and Desiree being the most powerful people, and they were tied together by so something so, like, trivial, but, like, real. Because, like, her fa- uh, her ex-husband... Um, ta- was, like, the muscle man, yeah. which is insane. And he did... Um, the, woman ha- the woman... The bearded woman had an alcohol problem, and the father left her and the baby... To go with the three boobed, boobed woman. woman. Yeah. But deep down inside, he, he was like, he was homosexual and was yes. dealing with all of that. And like, it was just like so many different like problems that everybody had and like trials and tribulations in their minds and in their lives. And it was just like so intertwined and so disconnected. It was it like was a freak show in a sense of just Literally, like their actual their problems. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, the metaphors just keep on coming. <laughs> Literally anything about this show has a reason to be in the show. Right. And it's it so makes real. Sense. Like, yeah. If you think about it, it makes complete sense. And it's crazy. Like, the more you think about it, the more you're like, oh, my God. That's so true. Right. Like, and now in season five, which is hotel, they... It's a, basically a hotel back, build back in the day. I don't know. Like the 20s. Yeah, the 1920s by a man named James Patrick March, who was a murderer in the show. And people went there, and if you died there, your soul rested there. And there was nothing you could possibly do to change the fact that you can't leave the hotel. Which kind of connects yeah. to season one, because if you die there, you're you stuck stay there. there. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the the fact that they put Hotel California in the oh, like, yes. first episode? Like, it made complete sense with it. I was yes. like, yes. Let's have a little jam sesh. Hey. Welcome to the Hotel California. <laughs> Period. <laughs> you can come, but you can never leave. <laughs> Such a lovely place. Oh, my God. Such a lovely face. <laughs> so, um, what was your guys' favorite character in season five? Oh, I... Oh. I would have to say probably Lady Gaga. Yes, like she played Definitely. that character. I, I also have to say, I think the cleaning lady and also um, the most like dramatic... Um, Cleopatra, I think was yeah. her name. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He was so, she was so dramatic and like just like I loved her. I loved her. Like well, she played it. What was like, she? She was like the like the lobby person. Yes. I don't even know what you call that job. Yeah, she was <laughs> just like it's there. The walk, she would walk you to your room, and be like, "Come on, baby." Come yeah, she's just room. there, and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah, and I also really loved Sally. Like yes. she, yes. Had, um, it was like she was dealing with so much like drug abuse and like she would she would just like she like literally died from literally the drugs and like i would say she didn't die literally from the drugs spoiler alert yeah Yeah. but she was giving drugs to like this lady's son and then she her son ended up dying so she pushed her out of the window the mother pushed her out of the window Mm. and then that mother ended up working in the hotel yeah just so she could (laughs) see her son because her son never wanted to talk to her for some reason and plus her son turned into like a vampire in a way yeah because lady Lady gaga Gaga. right she's a blood sucker (laughs) and i kind of felt bad for sally because she just wanted somebody to love her yeah and she could never find that yeah. And which kind of created like the addict monster yeah. that lived in the hotel. That was terrifying. It was. I I'm hated st- that. I'm still so like, much. I, when I first watched the season, I was like, they didn't really, they only showed him in certain episodes. And I was like, what are you? Like, who are you and why are you yeah. important? Yeah. I, I, I love, um, again, <laughs> the creativity American Horror Story has. And like, something common, like, throughout the seasons is like, obviously, like, the history and the connections within like the characters and stuff yes. but they always have like the signature monster like yes. season one was like the little evil baby yeah. season yeah. two um in asylum was um like basically the aliens in a way. and also was, the doctor he like created his own monsters oh, yeah. 
Bloody Face. Bloody yeah, Face. Bloody too. Face. And then season four, Twisty the Clown. I would say yes, that was probably the biggest. Yes, he was so monster. iconic. Season three was uh, the Voodoo Queen when she put like the the like the baby. It was like the rhino head on that the, man. But it was, the man <gasps> was like the love of her it? life. It was a bull head. Yeah, yeah, the love of her life because um, the woman who captured him or like held him as a slave turned him into a bull because didn't he like sleep with um her like, daughter yeah because her daughter told him to sleep with her but she he said he didn't want to sleep with her but he she made and him she was yeah. he was framed yeah. yeah and then what was that that was season three season four was twisty and then season five was like the addict monster yeah. yes which was literally like the embodiment of sally but like all of her, her rage and yeah. yeah her demons coming out you see like that makes more sense now because it's like in there you i guess you have to pay attention to understand what that is because at first i was like i don't know what it is like i'm confused mm-hmm. like in the other seasons it kind of explained what like those basically demons were yeah yeah and, and it was the li- way the way that they that the the demon would like disappear was you had to say sally i love you which mm-hmm. was like yeah so creepy and like so like like, like basically, it, so yeah, like, it would literally mess with anybody that was also coming into the building with their own yes. demons. Mm-hmm. And it was literally just the embodiment. <laughs> literally, <laughs> I keep saying, but it was just Sally, like, desperate for love, for Affection. appreciation, for sex, for drugs. And it was just all literally coming out and, like, Being looking a- for love. Yeah. And that's something everyone. a lot yeah. of people deal with. Like, self love is, like, something I think is really important. Yeah, and a lot of people deal with that, and then that's when they people take in like drugs and alcohol because they think that's something that can help them. And in reality, it may not help them. On top of that, that um, part of the "I love you, Sally" thing was that she craved like someone else's like verification that oh, you're, it's okay to love yourself. Like mm-hmm. she also dug into other people's lives just so she could be like, oh they love me i can love myself now yeah like she craved other people to love herself and that's mm-hmm. really funny because like at the end of the season she ends up like someone gives her a phone and she discovers yeah. instagram and <laughs> finds, yes. finds her new love which is i mean like the love for likes and i guess yeah. she's still getting what she wants but like, she became happier which yeah. i'm really happy yeah for her. like she found self-expression yeah. through like Yes, like social internet. media. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, good for you, Sally. Because, right. like, what, didn't she die in, like, the 70s or something? And, like, so she, since she was stuck there, she didn't know anything about, like, the real world. And, yeah. like, it was just so crazy to think that, like, she was so tied to the world, to the world she was stuck in. But somehow someone, like, brought the reality to her. Yes. Yeah. Now, my favorite season, I would have to say, of them all would be season six, which is, like, unpopular opinion. Because (laughs) I just, I love season six. It's so, like, it's really, um, I would say inspired by, like, um, the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. But it's really, like, you know, the woods, ghosts and demons haunting it, and you're, like, running through... Like, it's such you know, a confusing season. Yeah. Yeah. So it's literally, like, if I could describe it, it's a TV show inside of a TV show. Which is really cool because it's, like, you don't really see that on many yes. TV series. Mm-hmm. And I think this one, like, even though it wasn't my favorite, I think it was still good. And I thought that part of it was, like, really, really cool. Yeah, trippy, really, like, Inception, yeah. like, yeah. messes with your mind. And so, I, yeah, I also love that part about it. And I think of, of all of the... um of all of the seasons it it does a really good job of like portraying real terror in, real in the actors situations like it, it's scary like they're the basic the most basic thing which is like being chased by a knife is like the actor does an amazing job of like actually crying and being terrified of yeah. being chased yeah. by a knife and i just love it so much for that and all the emotions so we gotta jump into the next few seasons because all we have left is seven eight and nine so what do y'all want to talk about Ooh. oh I think my god season seven is like in a way like oh my god like i had so many reactions reactions to that season because i was like no like why would you do that to her like i thought in a way it was like crazy but like good like, they talk about, like, phobias that, like, I have and then that a lot of people deal with. And then the character played by Sarah Paulson, she deals with a lot of those issues. And, like, like she goes to a therapist for help, in a way. And then a man named Kai Anderson, played by mm-hmm. Evan Peters, mm-hmm. wants to be the good person, in a way. 
and he was a good to me he was a good person at the beginning but maybe it went into his head a little bit too hard he started becoming a bad person and he thought he was still good when in reality he wasn't like he strived to be something but at the same time it just like was impossible mm-hmm. for him to be good yeah and that was literally like the american horror story version of like trump and hillary mm-hmm. and yeah. like like the battles that they had and like just like what each of them meant to like, and, like america that season was based off the election mm-hmm. in a way literally episode one was them re them reacting to the tv to trump winning the election yeah. and like all the emotions that that like enraged in them or like yeah. empowered them whether like no matter what side you were on which was kai and sarah yeah and it was just like such a interesting season i haven't watched it myself but we talked about it earlier and it was like just so real because like there was actual panic when like trump was yeah. like president and yeah. also the actor evan peters he played like five different characters yeah, which is crazy because you have to like try to get like the person like the voice right the way they move like everything you have to do of that person is hard and especially if you have to do five i would have been like i can't do this but he did them really really well like he played uh andy warhol charles manson jesus and then he played obviously the main character kai anderson yeah and then he had to play different other murders like that happened like back in the 70s and like all that which i think is like insane like applause to him because he was able to do all that yes and, and then, them well. Mm-hmm. And I think the most jaw-dropping and, like, nostalgia-rushing season of them all would be probably season eight. Because although it's, like, the most modern season, which was Apocalypse, it, like, mixed almost every single season. It was, like, yes. Coven and Murder House and parts of, like, this and the and the other. And it was just, like, everyone was coming back and killing one another. And I loved it. Yeah. Can we talk about, really quickly, can we talk about how... The baby from season one, the devil baby that the mom gave birth to, is the devil, and he comes back in season eight. Isn't that insane? And he insane? tries to kill everyone! Like, he doesn't come back looking like the actual devil. Like, yeah. He's obviously in human he's, yeah, form, Yeah, he's though. like Satan's yeah. son. Yeah. And I like how season one and season eight kind of connect to each other like that, because it shows, like... Season one like ended kind of on a like a cliffhanger, and then season eight was like, oh, we're not done. But yeah, even though it, there's like we bringing it a, back, yeah, yeah. Even though there's a time difference, it still brings it back, and I think that's really really cool. Yeah, because I feel like season one, even though it's like obviously the most iconic and beginning, it sort mm-hmm. of gets left behind after the, mo- the more you watch the seasons. So it yeah. literally brought it all back and yeah. tied it together. And then going into season nine, which was American Horror Story nineteen eighty five. That one was, like, super dope. It was, like, 80s-themed, so it was, like, super hip. And it was just, like, a fresh new thing to introduce to, like, the entire series because everything was really dark and, like, like real-world problems. And it was just fun to see, like, you know, a campground with, like, a a crazy murderer in the the 80s. And they're all, like, you know, doing, like, their, like, booty shorts and doing (laughs) their yoga. And then all of a sudden someone tries to kill them. Right. So that was just really fun and, like, so exciting. The trailers for those were, were really so good. good. They like um just like sort of like had this like feeling like you know it's like fake but it's like a good type of fake. It's so cartoonish. It was like mm-hmm. this vibe that was like yeah. oh, it's going to be good. Like even though it's gonna be my favorite actors were not in that season like Sarah Paulson and Eva Peters RIP. <laughs> like but I feel like the season would still be good. I personally didn't watch it yet, but I am I do I did see like snippets of it mm-hmm. and they were good. Yeah. So that's why I'm like on my way. Me too. I'm like still on, on hotel, but I am so excited to go home and be. <laughs> yes, we caught you up yes, though. We caught you. Go yeah. binge watch it. And I can't believe we just made it through seasons one to nine. It was like reliving all of the times I was in my bed screaming. And oh terror. my god! All the <laughs> crying <reactions>. in silence. <laughs> and what would you say is like? How do you think it relates to reality? And how do you think like we we love the horror so much? Like, I feel like the way we said, like, season seven, like, it's politicians-wise, and that does affect a lot of people. Like, the way the first season, it affected people in different ways. Some people were really happy, and some people were sad. So one thing I like about American Horror Story, like, the whole thing, is that you have horror in, like, ghosts or vampires or, like, clowns, and then you have, like, politicians or actual murderers. 
Like, and I think those are two ways of seeing it in, like, one series. Yeah. And not only that, I think just, like, when watching a character develop and just live their life, or at least try to if they can, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just, like, you're learning kind of, like, how you would react in that yeah. situation. Yeah. And not only that, just, like, in situations where it's, like, you know, maybe somebody's going through depression or somebody's, like, you know, in love or just, like... Addicted. Mm-hmm. So many different things. And it's just, like open open like eye opening yeah and just like you could see so much new stuff yeah it sort of like um it sort of brings everything into light and sort of like makes you realize that like oh my gosh the world is so scary but it like also like makes things feel better in a way like you like, know how to handle yeah, it now like i love this I love this series because it's like a life lesson. Yeah, like it teaches you what you need to know. <laughs> Literally. Well, I'm so sorry, y'all. We made it through season through seasons one through nine, the entire series, but it ain't over. So I'm so excited to see what American Stories Horror Story has in store next. Woo! But uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. We hope that we inspired you all in your horror fantasies. And I know that we were over here living our best life. Yeah. Talking about Make sure you our watch favorite them. show. Yes. And so hopefully you guys enjoyed so much. And don't forget that you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpin' Radio. Broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali in Little Village. I'm Emmanuel. I'm Natalie. And I'm Sarah. And enjoy! Woo! Woo!